Welcome to Sports Beat KC, the Kansas City Stars Daily Sports Podcast. It's Thursday, October 21st, and I'm Blair Kirkhoff. Thursday was Kansas City's day to shine for World Cup officials. Members of FIFA, soccer's governing body that runs the world's biggest sporting event, were here in Kansas City to tour the city, Arrowhead Stadium, practice facilities, fan fest sites, everything. So how did Kansas City do? We'll know in early 2022. That's when FIFA will award 11 U.S. cities World Cup sites. 17 cities are bidding to host games that can be worth more than $600 million in economic impact to the region. On today's show, we'll play audio from the press conference. It's not as clear as a bell, but I think you'll get the gist of the event hosted by Kansas City Mayor Quentin Lucas and included speaking roles from Chiefs Chairman Clark Hunt and Sporting Kansas City owner Cliff Illig. You'll also hear a question and answer session with the two FIFA officials, Colin Smith and Victor, I hope I pronounced his last name right, Montgalny. But first you'll hear from star columnist Sam Mellinger and Vahe Gregorian. We get their impressions of what they heard today. For openers, I'm a little disappointed that we were not invited to the lunch. Uh, Joe, <laughs> yeah. Joe's KC, serving lunch, wine on the tables. Place cards that easily could have been adapted to include a few people from the Kansas City Star to immerse in the experience. Ambassadors. I felt a little taunted, to be honest. I don't think we're supposed to share this. So we were told before the luncheon that one of the FIFA officials might not have been able to, or maybe not able is not the right word, but would not participate in the barbecue eating portion of the ceremony today. Well, as, as we're recording this, there's a picture on the Stars website of said FIFA official <laughs> with a big hunk of food on his plate. <laughs> okay, not burn ends. It wasn't a rib. But it just the plate wasn't full either, so there was there was room to go. It wasn't the same official who said that he was distracted by the smell of barbecue during the press conference. I don't know. Or I don't know it? which it was. I don't know which official it was, but we were told we were given some. Some scoop that somebody may have been dieting. <laughs> Hashtag <a little>. journalism. <laughs> Which is a real hit on our presentation. Not just for World Cup, but for anything. <laughs> just, yeah, how responsible but, should we feel as the media in this? I mean, we're just the conduit here, right? We're, yeah, you know, exactly. we're reporting what we know. We, we, we don't influence anything, do we? No. no. Oh. Social media know. influencer Sometimes. you are, Sam. <laughs> Sometimes we influence more than we should. <laughs> All right. So today was the day that Kansas City rolled out the welcome mat, put its best foot forward. Any cliche you want to apply here, uh, trying to impress FIFA officials to get the World Cup here in 2026. Uh, 17 U.S. cities are competing for 11 spots for the 2026 uh, World Cup. It'll be big, big bucks for the cities that gain the this event. It's a massive, the World Cup's massive. We don't have to tell you that World Cup is, is a massive event. It'd be great to have it in, Can- in Kansas City. Everybody's excited about this process, but Kansas City seems to have some things going against it. Yeah. Don't you think? Yeah, and um, I'm sure you guys have done the same thing. I've been reading some of the coverage with the other presentation like Nashville, Washington, DC, there's been a few others that they've, that they've hit already. Um, and, uh, Cincinnati, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, but so I don't know, they, all the comments kind of blend together, you know, they kind of say similar things and all these things. So I don't know how much we should take from it, but like that whole, like that Victor, I'm not going to, the name's not in front of me, but Victor, (laughs) 
FIFA vice president said that he told uh, Mike Parson, the Missouri governor, like, be what you are. And then um, in some of the way that they talked about geography, it just felt the be what you are hit me like condescending a little bit. Like, you know, that's cute that you're involved in the process, but we've got bigger markets. And then the geography thing hit me like, you'll take these base camps and you'll be part of the team, but you can watch those private planes go off to play games in other places. Like that's where that's, I don't know. That's, that's how I heard it. It's wow. Like, that went right through every, every layer of yeah, defense. I mean, maybe right at, yeah. all this like Kansas city, like insecurity just building in me, but that's, that's what I heard. It's mm. funny. Cause know. It, you, you know, you mentioned this point and I, I am not, uh, you know, I can I can take the reservation, but I can't always hold the reservation. I'm not sure I'm retaining some of the stuff I've read, but I was trying to think of the very thing you just described. Like I thought, by and large, they said stuff we kind of wanted to hear. Yeah. yeah, I thought you know, <laughs> geography. We like I'm different sizes. You know, it's, yeah. But 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 what I what I the part I mean about retaining is I, I don't remember to what degree I felt like the other comments we've seen from them in other cities have been contoured to you know, optimism for the local audience. I, I just can't remember um, if if they, you know, they sort of sought out a way to say, yeah, you're good with this and then kind of leave it at that. Yeah. It is a really funny out there thing to be interpreted, though, the, you know, just be who you are. I mean, it's, you know. Cause yeah, you could take that as, look, you got all this stuff going for you. Yeah. You don't have to pretend. You yeah. Know? Like, that's how maybe somebody without... <laughs> So much insecurity, self consciousness. <laughs> yeah, would take it. I'm, oh, I'm good. <laughs> but I'm being what I'm, I am, yeah. and that's how I determine <laughs> that. But it's funny. Like the, um, I don't know if you guys read some of the stuff from Washington D.C. when they like the coverage there, and the coverage there is like presented like, of course we're getting games. Like we're Washington freaking D.C. I guess we still have to bid though. You know, it was like very like <laughs> dismissive, you know, and like here we're like, Oh, are, are, well, are, we, are we too small? Let's go back to that influencer <laughs> thing. Let's go back to that influencer point. Do we need to just come out guns blazing? Like, well, this is ours. Right. And yes. just, just treat it like that. And, yeah. You know, drop the mic. Yeah. yeah we, is that, that going to help the cause? We've done big 12 tournaments. <laughs> <laughs> we, like, we've got this. <laughs> That should be the motto yeah, around town. Yeah. Not we want the World yeah. Cup. We've got this. Three straight AFC Championship games hosted. Right. <laughs> That's what we've got. <laughs> All right. So I guess if I'm, uh, if we had to take a vote here, but if Kansas City will get uh, World Cup games, not just a base camp, because I think that's uh, that's in the pocket. There's, it's hard to imagine not. They're going to get something. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. The, the, the Compass Mineral Facility is unbelievable. and. They've got great facilities here. And listen, if, if that's what it comes to, that's a pretty good thing, too, because a, a country stays here for the duration of the World Cup. Their fans stay here. And in some ways, that's that's pretty good. And then they, maybe they would fly off to a different part of the, you know, North America for the games. But you want games. You, you want the you know, you want the television exposure. You want three billion people <laughs> tuning in to see Arrowheads, you know. G-E-H-A field yeah. at Arrowhead Stadium, <laughs> as Clark Hunt reminded us today. G-E-H-A is going to get their money's worth on that. Boy. That's, you know, if nothing else, we know that they're motivated by that point. They right. want to see the G-E-H-A name out there. Yeah. Okay. So they will work relentlessly. All right. So um, uh, I, won't, I won't ask for a show of hands, but I think it's two to one. We think Kansas City is going to get 
<laughs> I guess so. And look, the, the one guy who yeah. grew up in the regions. <laughs> just coincidence. I know that. He's just the, heard the it too. Inferiority complex has <laughs> just been bred in me for too long. It's, uh, I hope I'm wrong. Obviously. And I hope you're wrong too. Yeah. Yeah. I hope you're wrong. <laughs> look, it, I mean, and, and look, we, we've all spent some time thinking about this, and it's a little hard to quantify, I, I, even though I'm trying to build the case. It's a good break uh, to take right now, something I'm working on, but it's a little hard to quantify just how great it would be for Kansas City, right? I mean, we understand that there would be some natural infrastructure things, exposure, certain economic thing. You know, will it, will it, would it feel like, the place has changed by this happening. I don't know about that. Um, I, I don't know either. But but how cool would a fan fest, a month long fan fest, yeah, be yeah, from at, Union Station, Union Liberty Sa- Memorial, yeah, or exactly, or in front of Nelson Atkins down through the park there? Yeah, and 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 maybe that's the better point in a lot of ways too. It, it would be the in the moment feeling, right? I mean, the world being here. Yeah, I mean, it would like it. It's like once in a lifetime opportunity, yeah. right? To oh. have like that kind of like. Just you mentioned the TV stuff, Blair, and that stuff's real. But I just think like living here and just feeling like some of that energy that you'd get from whatever country, you know, whatever. If if we're doing pool play, you know, it's probably one big country and three that are still really good. Actually, I I got to remind myself this: it's only it will only be three countries here, so there's 16 sites, three three nations to go to a site. So So it's a three team round robin, basically. So we'll get Brazil. Brazil, England, France, and France. Yeah. <laughs> right. No, but it's just I feel like the there would be just an international feel and just a lot of energy, yeah, and and experiences that we don't get otherwise. For you sure, know, that no other city gets otherwise. It makes me think a little bit about this and imagine. Just I, I, I tend to think of the, the you know the hospitable way people are here, the, the warm and welcoming way people are here. You go to Olympics and people are out of their minds trying to please the foreign visitors. Yeah. yeah. Like it's just their whole mission is, you know, do you like us? Mm-hmm. And this is a place that lives on do you like us mm-hmm. year round anyway. Mm-hmm. And I, I I just picture people going to great lengths uh, to, <laughs> to welcome people. And I think it would be a pretty beautiful thing, actually. Mm-hmm. It really would. For sure. Okay. Um, I still stand by the two to one vote. Um, <laughs> Victor, Colin, if you're listening, <laughs> it's Sam. Sam's the one who doesn't think you're coming. <laughs> Prove him wrong. Prove Sam wrong. Stick it in the face of the media, please. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, we're going to take a break. When we come back, uh, we're going to hear the press conference in its entirety, including the question and answer sessions where Vahe, Sam, and myself got to ask some questions of the FIFA officials. Thanks, guys. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, it's Blair. We have a special subscription offer for Sportsbeat KC listeners, unlimited digital access to the Kansas City Star's award-winning sports coverage. Sign up now for one year of Sports Pass for access to all the sports news, features, and columns presented on the KansasCity.com site 
and it's only $30. That's a 40% savings off our regular rate. Your subscription will automatically renew after the initial term at 50 bucks, unless you tell us to cancel. Your subscription helps support the sports coverage of KansasCity.com and the Kansas City Star, and that support has never been more important. Please visit KansasCity.com slash offer to get this special offer. And as always, thanks for listening. On behalf of the 2026 World Cup Bid Committee from Kansas City and the states of Missouri and Kansas, I'm Mayor Quinn Lucas of Kansas City, Missouri, here to welcome you and to say thank you to all of you and to allow for a few remarks from all of us and then some questions and answers later. This group has been working for years to share not just the excitement and energy for the sport of soccer or football here in Kansas City, but also to make sure that we put our best foot forward to make sure our guests from around the country and around the world know how great it is here in Kansas City and how exciting it will be to have the 2026 World Cup here in Kansas City. We'll have a few speakers with us today, but I'll also make sure we know everyone who's on the platform. First, however, I will introduce someone who has been important for Kansas City sports. His family has made differences investing in soccer, football, and really American sport in so many ways. We are blessed to have the Kansas City Chiefs Football Club here in Kansas City and blessed to have Clark Hunt, the chairman and CEO of the Kansas City Chiefs with us today and working hard on our 2026 World Cup bid. Mr. Hunt. Mayor, thank you very much. It's a tremendous privilege to be here today, and we're so honored to have so many esteemed members of the FIFA delegation on hand today, and we appreciate the opportunity to get to show them what makes Kansas City so great. My family and I have been involved in the sport of soccer in the United States for more than five decades, and it all started for the, because of the FIFA World Cup. In 1966, my father Lamar watched an epic World Cup final between England and the former West Germany at Wembley Stadium, and he fell in love with the beautiful game. My first World Cup experience came in 1974 when West Germany hosted the tournament, and I, I remember being a, a nine-year-old and just enthralled at what I saw on the field. Since that time, I've been blessed to attend World Cup matches in approximately 65 different venues at 11 of the last 12 World Cups. And I can attest that nothing in sports can surpass the experience of a World Cup match in a passionate city with a world-class venue. Kansas City has one of the best soccer cultures in the country, in large part because of Sporting KC and GEHA Field at Arrowhead Stadium will give fans from around the globe a chance to cheer on their country in the loudest stadium in the world. I want to once again thank the representatives from FIFA for being here with us today. We are excited to show off Kansas City and we look forward to welcoming you in 2026. Thank you very much.
following the outstanding investment of the Hunt family in soccer in the United States and here in Kansas City, Cliff Hillick has been a leader in not just building an exceptional franchise in sporting Kansas City, but investing in nonprofits, foundations, and sport throughout our region. Mr. Hillick is someone who has always been there for Kansas City on each and every bid, and we look forward to you getting to know him a little better today as well. Mr. Hillick. of soccer, not only in, in, in Kansas City, to our region, but to the United States. Um, Neil Patterson and I were uh, had a dinner with uh, uh, Lamar Hunt in 2006, where uh, Lamar made a compelling case that for in order for Kansas City to remain a major league city in the minds of the rest of the country and the world, we could not afford to lose our major league sport, any of our major league sports franchises. With the Chiefs, the Royals, then the Wizards, it was clear that we couldn't take the risk of not having soccer in this part of the country. Lamar was very convincing. We stepped in, we put our um, our shoulder to it. Um, you know, we took a little different approach, frankly, than a lot of sports owners take to building not only a sports enterprise, but a fan experience. Uh, we built a new brand around the Wizards, which is now Sporting Kansas City, and we built a new stadium in, in, on, on the west side of the city. Uh, from, for soccer specific, uh, for a soccer specific venue. Uh, we have done our small part in trying to encourage and foster and um, grow the soccer culture in this region. Frankly, it has not been that hard. Uh, with the significant investment that this region has always had in youth soccer, with the um, investment that the, the Hunts and others have made, with the significant uh, infrastructure that has grown up around soccer, whether it's training facilities or whether it's youth fields or whether it's stadiums, uh, it has all been quite uh, impressive over the last 10, 12 years to watch the growth and the impact of soccer in this, you know, for this region. So now what we have before us is we welcome the delegation from, from FIFA, uh, joined by U.S. Soccer, uh, uh, Soccer Canada, uh, CONCACAF, a uh, number of very important people here uh, in Kansas City today. Uh, you are all welcome. We appreciate you being here, and we appreciate you uh, taking the time to evaluate what Kansas City can offer uh, to the World Cup. We have a, a, a great group of, of not just regional luminaries, politicians and civic leaders and that sort of thing that have all committed to trying to make do whatever they can to make uh, the World Cup a reality here in Kansas City. So we're all doing what we do in this region. We work together, we collaborate, uh, we put our shoulder to hard things, and we're gonna get something very impressive done. So thanks for being here, and we'll look forward to uh, the rest of the day and how the evaluation goes.
We only have a few remaining speakers, but I wanted to make sure we introduced a few special people to you who have joined us on the platform party and who have been vital to Kansas City. At my far right is John Sherman, the chairman of the Kansas City Royals, whose investment in energizing the Royals has brought us excitement and energy, and we look forward to many years and successes ahead. Mr. Sherman. Sticking with a baseball theme, a Royals Hall of Famer, but also our Jackson County Executive and all-around good guy, we are excited to have County Executive Frank White working with us on this bid as well. Joining us also on the platform are two of the most exciting and energetic folks who have invested tremendously in women's soccer and soccer in Kansas City and who have built KC NWSL into one of the most exciting sports opportunities in Kansas City in a fairly short time. Chris and Angie Long, thank you for being here with us as well. Done. There are two other people that we have to make sure we mention. First, I wanted him to come on stage, but he's back there. David Alvey, the mayor and CEO of the Unified Government of Wyandotte County in Kansas City, Kansas. Thank you. And I will try. We are so excited to have the consul from Mexico, our representative here in Kansas City, with us as well. And so now I want to make sure we have a chance to hear from FIFA today, and we are very excited to have you all with us. I will start by introducing Victor Montaliani, who's FIFA's vice president, and who's an important person for us all today. We've enjoyed getting to meet you, and look forward to showing you even more about Kansas City. It's great to have a multilingual mayor. <laughs> Uh, good afternoon, everyone. Um, first and foremost, before I speak on uh, with my FIFA hat and talk about our visit a little bit, I'll then pass it on to Colin with more details, who's leading our delegation from a technical standpoint. Uh, I think it's important as a CONCACAF president uh, who lives and breathes in this region uh, to thank, um, sort of, I always consider my partners in the game, uh, the Hunt family, Cliff, and now the Hans, who invest in what I think is the most beautiful game in the world uh, and the biggest game in the world. And without uh, leaders like them, uh, it's very difficult to push the game forward. So I thank them uh, on behalf of not only the fans of U.S. soccer and U.S. soccer, but also for the for football in our region, uh, because we've had many events here, uh, like the Gold Cup, uh, national team games, World Cup qualifiers, and it's great to be uh, in a place that I've only seen on TV with packed with people, KC, Kansas City Live. So it's great to be here live at Kansas City Live. <laughs> Um, with respect, we all know that uh, 2026 is really not that far away. Uh, we will be going through a process here today uh, in terms of we have teams already out there looking at uh, hotels and transportation and all those things and all those exciting and sexy things that Colin will speak to you about. But uh, for, for, from a FIFA standpoint, obviously we want to uh, uh, always do our due diligence. And uh, I was already asked a question by uh, the governor of Missouri um, in terms of, uh, you know, what's it going to take? And my answer to him was, you know, you just got to be what you are. Um, 
and at the end of the day, uh, you can't be what you're not. Um, we've already heard what Kansas City um, and the state of Missouri and the state of Kansas who are, are, are joining in this effort, what they are in terms of the grassroots football, the professional football that's behind me, Kansas City Live, which is always packed with fans. Uh, so you need to just be what you are. And I think, um, you know, at the end of the day, like the game of football, I don't want to simplify things, but you have to be, uh, when you when you walk onto the pitch, uh, you are, the team that you are is a team that you have to play. You can't really worry about your opponents at the end of the day, you gotta worry about yourself. And I think your team from the moment that my team has arrived here has shown the hospitality from the minute we've gotten here. Uh, we had a great presentation this morning from your team in terms of uh, some of the details that are required. And we'll continue that process later on in the day. But it's a pleasure to be here. And on behalf of FIFA and US Soccer and our complete delegation, I want to thank you for the warm reception. And we look forward to the continued uh, dialogue and the continued uh, uh, due diligence that we have to do. Thank you. Colin? Victor, uh, good afternoon everyone. It's great to finally be here. Obviously we were planning uh, these tours uh, much earlier. Uh, we had to delay them and work remotely and virtually. So it's been great to meet the team uh, behind the Kansas City bid uh, in person and experience the hospitality firsthand. The smell of barbecue is a little distracting, but uh, I'll, I'll try to focus. Um, we're, we're, what we look at in each of the cities is each uh, to be a host city of a World Cup is much more than just being the location where there's a stadium. Uh, a host city is really a strategic partner uh, of the World Cup together with FIFA. And in order to have that partnership, we need to look at all the different areas that go into making the World Cup what it is, which is a truly memorable experience for anyone involved in it. So we look at transport, we look at accommodation, we look at media facilities, broadcast facilities, uh, we look at sustainability, uh, of course we look at commercial and financial aspects as well, and we look at the stadium, and that's what we look at later today. So we received a great presentation this morning, uh, which answered a lot of questions uh, that we that we had, and uh, you know, I just like to thank the whole Kansas City team for all the efforts in, in putting this together. Uh, these don't happen; bids don't get put together, and presentations don't take place without a lot of work behind the scenes. And so, you know, we're grateful for the work and the commitment uh, of Kansas City uh, to bring this to where it is now. So, we look forward to. Uh, seeing the stadium this afternoon, then we'll have a wrap-up session uh, and then we'll move on uh, tomorrow and as, as Victor said we're looking to wrap up uh, these visits by the end of this year and then hopefully uh, make its final decision on the candidate host cities at the beginning of next year but uh, a big thank you once again to the whole team in Kansas City and uh, we're open in case there's any questions for us. Thank you.
So as you can see, Kansas City is a region that is excited, that is invested, and that is ready for the World Cup. We thank you all from FIFA for joining us today, and we look forward to you having a wonderful day at Arrowhead Stadium, at Children's Mercy Park, and throughout our amazing city. Right now, we'll open up for any questions or preguntas, and we have a microphone here. There's a gentleman in a blazer back there who wants to start. You can ask anyone on the platform part. Yeah, thank you. Michael Mahoney from KFBC here in Kansas City. This is for the FIFA officials. What questions do you still need answers from, from the Kansas City bid? And what are the biggest obstacles the local bidders have yet to meet? Thank you for the easy question to start. <laughs> Uh, no, the questions that we've, we've got outstanding are with regards to the stadium. Um, and to be honest, it's not a question really of outstanding questions, it's more confirming. We've, we've had a lot of correspondence uh, back and forth uh, over the last uh, 18 months that we haven't been able to travel. And so what we'll be looking at in the stadium is all the different areas of the stadium that go into making it a World Cup venue. So first and foremost, the pitch. Uh, we want to see the, the dimensions and the areas around the pitch. Uh, we'll talk about how the systems that we need put in place to make the pitch uh, the standard that it needs to be. Um, and, you know, above all, what we do at a World Cup, we need to provide the best facilities and playing surfaces for the team. So the pitch uh, will be an area of focus. We then also look at areas such as the media facilities, the broadcast facilities, uh, the team uh, comedy, uh, hospitality, sorry, they're already there as well, uh, looking at the different uh, facilities in the stadium. And basically what we, we know, what we need in terms of a World Cup overlay, and so when we're at the stadium, that's what we're looking at. So the questions that we'll have this afternoon relate to how the stadium in its current form and in its temporary form, if you like, during the World Cup uh, come together. I also, for the FIFA officials, uh, for Victor Collin, I'm Blair Kirkhoff of the Kansas City Star. And Kansas City is one of the smaller markets in the United States bidding for the World Cup. And I'm, I'm just wondering if, if that factors in at all. Does it work for or against a market this size? Yeah, the, the beauty about football um, is that um, it's not about your size, it's about the size of your heart. And the reality is, is that, uh, you know, Kansas City obviously has a stadium, um, uh, has, you know, a region that is crazy about the game. And if you look at other World Cups in the past, you know, not every venue has been, you know, a major uh, world capital city, I guess, if you want to, uh, to answer your question. There's been others, you know, you always have a, a lot of venues. Um, you know, if you look at the last World Cup in Russia, not every game was played in Moscow. Uh, you had cities that you never heard of in your life before, right? Um, so, you know, a World Cup, you, you need everything. You need every size, and, and that's the beauty about the World Cup, uh, that, it, uh, that it's really for everybody. So uh, for, for the FIFA delegation as well, size being one issue, geography being another, I'm curious if you could speak to the importance of when you come to a host nation, 
covering different parts of the region as Kansas City seems to represent one area of the Midwest and give access to soccer fans from around the region. How important is that? Thank you. One of the, the key things that we look at when we start developing match schedules for the World Cup, and obviously the match schedule is a core uh, document, and whilst we haven't um, obviously chosen the cities, uh, we still look at the geographic spread. Now, when we look at US, Canada and Mexico, the geographic spread is obviously large. Uh, one of the key areas we look at is the team travel. Um, you know, and, and the quality of team travel, so that one team is not traveling huge distances and other teams are playing locally. So that's where a spread across the country is always uh, beneficial, um, because it allows us to have clusters uh, in, in and around different areas within the country, and uh, to ensure that the fan base is, is there, uh, that we don't overload certain areas, uh, but also specifically that the teams uh, have uh, in equal and, and accessible travel uh, facilities. Uh, this one is uh, for Victor. You said your advice to the governor was um, be what you are. Um, I'm curious, and I think you also said you've never been here before, is that right? No, no I've been here before. Okay, well, what do you think Kansas, what does that mean for Kansas City, be what you are? What, what is Kansas City? And uh, how has it met your expectation? Uh, I've been here before because we've hosted, for instance, I was here in the summer for the World Cup um, and uh, at Mercy uh, Stadium. Uh, and um, the, you know, at the end of the day, I think, you know, my experience here has always been the hospitality has been great, uh, the football has been great. Uh, you also have the, the investment of your community, whether it be fans or, as I said, the leaders that are standing behind me into the sport, um, you know, and that to me is, is, is really um, a definition from a footballing standpoint uh, of, what, uh, of what this region really is. You know, your grassroots football speaks for itself. Uh, in fact, today in the presentation, uh, there was a petition that was uh, illustrated to us about how many signatures they got from all little kids. It was a great story uh, talk, uh, that was talked about, about this little girl who went up to a table at the, uh, that uh, your, uh, your team had put up. And uh, in terms of uh, her excitement, about um, having the World Cup come here and turn into her brother, who's I think 15, I think the story went, and said to him, you better make the team. You know, so, uh, which I think is a, is a great little story, but you know, those are, you know, I think football is about stories, right? I mean, you heard Clark talk about 66, right? Uh, he was, you know, uh, I won't say how old he was at 66, because I'll let him say that. Um, but, you know, he, he remembers those stories. Now, if there was VAR in 66, I'm not sure England would have won, but that's another story. Um, the, um, but football is about stories, and I think the stories of Kansas City, of Missouri, Kansas, and, and starting from your grassroots right up to your professional, is a story. It's a story that's a compelling story. Uh, this is for you also, Victor, if you don't mind. Mahe uh, Kaborian, Kansas City Star. Just to your point about football being about stories and Kansas City, Missouri's grassroots, it, is there any way you can summarize what impact you think it makes on a city to have the World Cup here? I realize it's pretty broad, but how would you see that? Yeah, the one thing about 
one thing about what a World Cup does, first and foremost, is an impact on the country. Uh, and we've seen that with 94. Um, and uh, Clark, I don't know if he did it today, but he did it this morning, alluded about the, his family being in, in integral involved in the 94 bid and the 94 World Cup. And you see the legacy of that. Um, and it continues on, that legacy. Um, so first and foremost, it's at a country. Then it goes into uh, a region and a city. Uh, obviously, Kansas City had hosted uh, before. And, and all the ancillary benefits that comes from that. And at the end of the day, sports and, and football is about people. And uh, the legacy that it leaves is, you know, how many people will it touch to go on to what I call to become consumers of football. And when I mean consumers, I don't mean just people that buy tickets and buy shirts, which is obviously important, but also people that want to be involved in the game, coach, administer, play. Um, and so to me, that's why the World Cup means so much. It's one, it's it's an event that has a very long tail uh, in terms of a legacy, unlike perhaps any other event that I know of. So on behalf of the Hunt family, the Ellings, the Long family, Mr. Sherman, so many others, and certainly all of the elected officials in this region, we are excited to welcome you all from FIFA to Kansas City. We're excited to have you see our venues, and more than anything, we're excited to talk about the beautiful game. Because we keep smelling lunch, we'll allow our group to start eating, and we can stay on schedule, and we thank you all for being here with us today. Thank you. That'll do it for today. Thanks to our Sportsbeat KC production staff of Beth Welsh, Monty Davis, Jeff Rosen, and Chris Fickett. Big thanks to Sam Mellinger and Vahe Gregorian for stopping by and chatting soccer with me. Links to stories can be found in the show notes and on KansasCity.com. So let's talk about the morning sports edition. If you're not seeing it, you're really missing out. On KansasCity.com, go to the Stars E edition. That's a replica of the printed newspaper on your screen that comes with your digital subscription. Well, now there's an updated sports section produced separately that goes along with it. When you open the E-Edition, there's a box in the upper right-hand corner that says All Editions. Click on that, and you can access anywhere from 15 to 50 pages of sports. Maybe you get a link in your email. I do. It's there by about 6 a.m. every morning. Listen, however you get it, it is access to complete coverage of the previous day's sports news, features, statistics, everything. It's fantastic. Hey, thanks for reading The Star and listening to our podcast lineup. You're helping support the best sports and news coverage in Kansas City, and we cannot produce programs like Sportsbeat KC without you. We'll be back on Friday with another episode, Talking Chiefs, Titans. Hope you'll join us then. Mm-hmm.